WAKR celebrates Black History Month in February as we interview those who have led the way in Akron's black history. Those who have led in civil rights, diversity, and race relations. Our salute to black history in Akron is brought to you by Metro Regional Transit Authority. Now, here's WAKR's Ray Horner. 93.5-1590 WAKR. So excited to present this series to you in the month of February. So many interesting guests on the horizon in the weeks ahead. And speaking of that... Today, kind enough to join us is Nawaka Anwusa. And Nawaka is the Vice President of Cultural Affairs at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And she joins us this morning and going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently, just a few weeks ago. I certainly noticed how their prominence and certainly how they put it in the forefront of black history in American music. And Nawaka, why don't you kind of take it from there? And thanks for joining us this morning. Yes, thank you so much for having me, and um, this is really exciting. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has always, always stood for taking a strong point in celebrating um, black music's rich history um, through amazing exhibits, through programs, um, and events that happen all year round. So I think that's one of the strong points. Um, about how the Rock Hall has been celebrating. Um, and we continue to find innovative ways, um, even now in this time of COVID and pandemic and all of this, but to pivot and to serve our community globally through having virtual events and programs and exhibits that people can still access from their homes and still touch on those exhibits that tell these amazing stories of African-Americans who made rock and roll music. With us is Waka Wusa Again, she is the Vice President of Cultural Affairs at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. And Waka, why don't we get right into that, certainly through your education and knowledge in the exhibits at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Talk about the importance in black history when we talk about music in this country. Yes. Um, I think there's, you know, an amazing exhibit that our team curated, that I curated, called It's Been Said All Along, Voices of Rage, Hope, and Empowerment. And I think, you know, that exhibit among the exhibits that we have throughout the entire rock hall tells this story of how African Americans have always been on the front line using their voice, using their platform, whether to... Um, support and do good for community or just for um, pure enjoyment have always done this with eloquence, um, but through, you know, a lens of rage. Um, there's known racism, um, you know, throughout this country, but um, it's amazing to amplify these stories and tell them and have them on the front line. So excited that that's what rock and roll has always Waka, the one thing, the Waka, the one thing too that I picked up with the stories pertaining to Black history in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the influence of Black music, where White America didn't even realize it at that time. As so many right. artists will go down and take the Black artist music. Why don't you touch on that educational side? Yes, you know um, there is that the conversation of. Um, 
you know, imitation is, is a level of flattery. You know, you look at artists like Little Richard, um, but, you know, compared to counterparts like Jerry Lee Lewis and the success and the falls and the pitfalls of, you know, that music history, um, they're between their relationship and how they succeed and how they're remembered in culture. You can do these parallels um, through that. But we have, you know, when you look at the blues women, um, when you're looking at, um, these amazing, amazing blues women who um, have influenced rock groups like Rolling Stone. You look at artists like James Brown who influenced the Beatles, or you even look at artists like the Supreme who have influenced um, a lot of British artists as well. It's, it's amazing how much influence has come from black culture, from movements like Motown, um, who also stood on the front lines of it's revolutionizing how we look at black pop music in this country to just change the landscape of how just it goes beyond music even. You know, it's just the way we do things, the way we talk, our language, our colloquialism, all change through this power of music. And definitely black musicians, African-American musicians have to be celebrated during that time. So I think that's one of those amazing reasons why it's, it's so important. You look at gospel music, roots music, um, and again, I mentioned Motown. Um, these are all exhibits that we have on display as well. You can read these um, amazing stories about how these artists have pushed through to create change. Otis Redding, um, I mean, just an amazing influence. Um, gone too short, you know, his life was, um, uh, and his influence in the, in the longevity of his music, but it's timeless and it's still changing the world and how we look at things. Sam Cooke, um, another one as well. But um, all of these stories, it's amazing that we have them at the Rock Hall. And at this time and all through the year, again, like I mentioned, we're celebrating them and we're telling these stories. It's important. With us is Wakan Wusa, again, Vice President of Cultural Affairs of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, joining us with our Black History Series this year on WAKR. And you mentioned Motown Records. In your opinion, when we talk about black history and black music, is Barry Gordy one of those that is at the top of the list, Waka, when we talk about the importance of black history and music? Absolutely. I mean, he definitely laid the footprint and the blueprint um, for what, you know, contemporaries like um, Jay-Z or Sean Combs or um, whoever in the, in the music, uh, Big John, you know, these amazing executives who are now leading in the music business. It started with Barry Gordy. It starts with Motown. I mean, there was nothing like it that took over, um, you know, throughout the world. I mean, it, a huge influence on the world. When the Motown Review happened back in the mid-60s and 70s, I mean, that influence was not just on this continent. They toured internationally. They went to, I mean, the first to do a lot of things. So they're pioneer. Uh, he's absolutely a pioneer to be celebrated. And Walk, as we wrap up our conversation, let's talk a little bit. I had a chance just a couple of weeks ago to see the wonderful displays that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has celebrating black music. But you got everything there that uh, I've grown up with, with some of the blues and jazz artists all the way to oh, present yeah. time. Uh, black history is really foremost and forefront there at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, it's 365. It's not, and it's happening live and virtually. So you can check out our programs on rockhall.com. We have an amazing, phenomenal education platform that is free. So you can access um, our, our curriculum, essays, and virtual programs, and all of this amazing material is all found on rockhall.com, rockhall.edu. Um, exhibits are also there. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing that we're bringing this content, not just in our space. If you can't reach us um, in Cleveland or get to the area, you can still access this amazing content online. Terrific conversation. Wakan Wusa, Vice President, Culture Affairs, with us here on WAKR for our Black History Series during the month of February. Waka, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you Thank taking you. time and great job by the Hall of Fame celebrating you, Black Charlotte. History and Music. Thank you again for joining us. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. Our Black History Profiles are brought to you by Metro Regional Transit Authority on 93.5 1590 WAKR Akron.